Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Mondo Show. I want to thank you for joining me today. Stay tuned because on today's program, I have a very special guest that is going to be talking about the prophetic timeline that we're in right now. We are living in such a time where we need to understand what the season and the time that we're in means with all the casualties happening, with all the tremendous chaos, with all the confusion, with all the world events, even leaders are meeting in as what we're calling world economic systems and leaders are meeting to determine what the future is for you and I. We must understand what this means for us. We in the church must be attentive to understand what is going to be developing, and is God warning his people? I believe that today's guest, his name is Pastor, he's a prophet, he's an author, his name is Joshua Giles, he has authored a book titled Prophetic Forecast. We're going to be discussing some prophetic events that he has been writing about, things that are already taking place, and things that are getting ready to develop in a way that is shaking America, is going to shake the world. He has written about artificial intelligence. What does that mean in our society today? How is it going to affect your everyday life? He also gives a prophetic word that God gave him regarding a female president. Oh, what does that mean? What is all that is happening behind the scenes that may cause a female, a woman president to step into leadership. And where is that going to lead us as a society? America is in a place where shakings are taking place. We're watching California receiving, you know, in one part drought in another area in California is receiving so much rain that is causing chaos. I believe pastor by the way, welcome to the Orange Couch. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Pastor Joshua Giles, you have been highly recommended from a lot of people that I know. I've watched you on social media. I try to follow you as much as I can because I believe that you are, you may be the modern day David Wilkerson, warning the church, sounding the alarm. Yet, most people in the pulpit today don't want to teach and preach what you write about. Right. Aren't you afraid that your members will leave the church? <laughs> that is a question that uh, I've gotten before, and I'm not really afraid that they will leave. I'm afraid of what will happen if I don't uh, teach and preach the Word of God as it is written. I've seen so many ministers change the Word and try to uh, tweak it to fit what they wanted to say or to draw people or to keep them. And I'm afraid of what would happen if I didn't preach the gospel uh, in the way that it should be preached. I got to ask you this question because I'm intrigued by pastors. Yeah. I got to ask you this because I'm afraid that the state of the church is in trouble. Yeah. As a pastor, as a watchman on the wall, a prophetic voice, a man that hears from God, a man that sees vision and dreams and interprets them and has a word for people. What is the state of the church right now? Where are we? Yeah, that is a significant question. 
Um, you know, I believe the state of the church right now is in a threshing season uh, where the Lord is separating between those that are his and those that are not. Uh, and unfortunately, there are a lot of false that have begun to uh, rise up over the past uh, several years, really over the past decade. And we've been seeing false prophets, false teachers. And then we have this new seeker friendly kind of church that's emerging where it's an anything goes kind of atmosphere. Uh, and I believe that, that the Lord is addressing that even now uh, where he's sending voices that will speak truth and that will release his words uh, in the way that he spoke them in scripture. And he's cleansing the church. He's bringing order to the church. And so I am concerned about the state that it's in, but there's a remnant, I do believe, that Ooh. the Lord is raising up that will not compromise. They will not bow to uh, the pressure of people or the demands that are placed on them by culture. And that remnant is who I want to encourage even uh, today that's possibly watching this, that it's our time to rise up. It's our time mm -hmm. to be rooted and grounded in the word and to follow the, in the footsteps of Christ. Who is Joshua Giles? Where did you come from? Yeah. You're traveling all over the world. You're an author. And the moment people begin to read your books and you begin to prophesy things that are coming to pass, your name is out there. Your reputation is out there. But where did you come from? Yeah, you know, this is uh, something I don't get asked often. You know, I'm on programs and shows, and of course they want to know about the word that I gave. And, you know, but I think this is good also because people do need to know where you come from. Uh, I'm really just a son of uh, parents that were hard workers. Uh, they are both pastors for many, many years. And so I grew up in the church. Uh, and early on for me, I developed a relationship with the Lord. And I began to encounter Jesus in a real way. And uh, that changed my life forever. Uh, around the age of 11 going to 12, uh, my relationship with the Lord got strong. And um, my parents noted this on me because of the dreams I would have, the visions I would see, and I didn't understand them. And they brought me in and took me to other pastors and leaders, mm. and they began to pour into me and explain uh, to me back, even way back then, that you're a prophet uh, to the nations. You're going to go and preach and do all these things. Did you really believe that, though? It was hard to believe, you know, uh, because how is God going to use me to do that? And that wasn't in my plan that wasn't anything I wanted to do, you know, at the time. Uh, but the Lord had spoken that to me as a kid. And, you know, when you have those kind of encounters as a kid, you don't really know what to do with it. And so I just put it on the shelf and I said, well, if it's God, then, you know, maybe eventually I'll do it later in life. Yeah. And uh, the Lord had other plans. You know, How do we me. hear from God? <laughs> I I'm comfortable. I apologize <laughs> yeah. for being this comfortable, but I feel like I've known you. I feel my spirit feels like I, um, I've known you for decades. Yeah. And, but how do we hear from God? We, we, our generation, where we are right now has a problem hearing from God mm -hmm. because if CNN comes over and, 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 and they ask you, what do you mean you heard from God? They'll laugh at you. Yeah. Right. But every person in the Bible heard from God. It was not, yeah. not unusual to hear from God. How do we develop that, that sense of hearing his voice? Because our culture today is the highest in suicide. Mm. Fedno is numbing our generation to the point that it's killing us. Right. Uh, our culture today is so drowned in 
social media today. We live for the likes. We live for the comments. We live for the viral moments. Mm. Yet we're missing so something so crucial yet simple as to hearing from God. How do we hear from God? Yeah, we develop that ability to hear by spending time with the Lord in the mm. presence of God getting in his word. And many people don't read the word uh, anymore. They don't listen to preaching anymore. Uh, We're in a generation of people that can just watch from home, click, change the channel when they don't like the message. And so I believe if we would be still in the presence of God, read the word, get the word in our hearts, we'll begin to develop that ear uh, for, for hearing God. The Bible says this in Amos chapter eight and verse 11, that there would be a famine not a famine of the word of God, but a famine for hearing the word of the Lord, which means that the ears of people would become dull. The ears of people would not be fine-tuned to hear him because we've got distractions all around us with life, all of these things being pushed towards us to get our attention. And so many people are distracted and their souls are cluttered. And so I would encourage anyone that's watching this now that if you want to develop that ear to hear, turn everything off. Get in the presence of the Lord, get your Bible, just begin to read and pray and seek Him. How did this book come about? Uh, This book, it came about in prayer. You know, I didn't plan to write a book. It wasn't, I didn't wake up one day and say, I think I want to write prophetic forecasts. Uh, It was in my early morning time of prayer uh, coming from 2019 into 2020. Uh, The Lord would have me get up at about 5 a.m., and it was like clockwork. I began to pray and worship for hours. I wouldn't look at the time. And it was in that worship that he began to speak to me. And he showed me glimpses of the future. Now, he had shown me things before. Um, I had seen world events before, but this was a little different. It was intensified. Mm. And the Lord told me to begin to share it publicly. Were you nervous? Oh, I was I was nervous because I didn't want to be on camera. I never wanted to be on camera. I was good doing ministry, but behind the scenes is what I, you know, enjoyed. And God was telling me, go live, you know, get on Facebook, get on YouTube. Mm. And I'm like, go live. That's not anything that I wanted to do, but I obeyed him. And uh, many people heard the words of the Lord. You write here on chapter 10, page 135, a level of innovation is coming from those who pioneer in Christian media and TV that will be unparalleled to anything we have seen before. God is raising up prophetic media forerunners who will embark on a new journey. Do you feel that's you? Well, you know, I feel that I'm being called into that space more and more. Um, I feel that the Lord gave me more of a two-part word uh, on one hand to those that have pioneered uh, Mm. in Christian media. And then on the other hand, those that are emerging in media even now. And when he gave me that word, what he spoke to me in detail was about how Lucifer, uh, Satan, is the prince of the power of the air and how the airways are so important right now for believers to occupy the airways in media, in all forms of media, television, radio, podcasts, uh, social media. This isn't the time for us to retreat. Mm. You know, I've, I've heard from many Christians who say, oh, it's too dark there. So let me just, you know, let's get away from Facebook. Let's get away from uh, Instagram because there's so much going on. And I understand that to want, to a degree. Uh, but on the other hand, we are the light. We're called to the darkness. And if we run, how can they see? Yeah, so. How do we know when God has given us a prophetic word that is going to shake the world, meaning not your normal words, because a lot of people 
they love. It's like, for me, it's like I've studied the church and, and, and I'm part of it. And I, listen, I want to tell you something. I love the church. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for the church. The Bible says I will build my church and the gates of hell should not prevail. I am a firm believer that the church is the only hope in this earth that God will use to change and transform lives. But we also have the ability to be able to recognize that some of the things in the church that people reject today mm -hmm. are because of some of the decisions and choices that we have made that it becomes about ego versus ministry. Yeah. And But when God gives you a word, and I, this is my point, a lot of people are addicted to getting a word from God. Yeah. Yet, when God gives you a word to speak, are you willing to obey? Yeah. Because it's easy, I would assume, it's easy to give a word, oh, God is going to bless you. God is going <laughs> to, yeah. you know, finances are coming. And, 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 and I'm not downing that. But when God gives you a word, when I heard Isaiah give a word, the Bible says it made him sick to his stomach. Yeah. When Jeremiah received a word yeah. for the people, he ran, he yeah. hid. Yeah. When Daniel was given a, a word to interpret, it, it, he ended up in the lion's den. Yeah. But yet when God gives you a word that a shaking is coming, mm -hmm. how do you process that? Yeah. You said something so key with Daniel and many of the other prophets in scripture that we read about. They, they did get sick to their stomach. They did, uh, you know, get to a point where they said, I don't want to speak this. Uh, it was because of the repercussions that they were going to receive. And, you know, I just believe that for those that are called to the ministry of a prophet, uh, there are uh, attacks that come to you when you share these kinds of words, but then you're called to receive the word first, meaning you have to eat it uh, before you give it to others. When it's a prophetic word of warning or correction, God is correcting me before he's using me to correct someone else. And so I approach that with the fear of the Lord. And uh, there are many times that I have not wanted to share certain things because of the nature of that prophetic word. You know, it, it does make you uh, shake a little bit saying, Lord, are you sure this is what you're speaking to me? And I've been there uh, where I've, I've asked the Lord, are you sure this is what you're saying? And uh, some of the words that God has had me to give over the past uh, couple of years publicly to thousands of people have been warning words. Uh, and it, it wasn't something that I was excited to give, uh, but the key was repentance. And if we would hear the Lord, then the outcome could be different. Ooh, if you just tuned in, you're listening, you're watching the author of Prophetic Forecast, Pastor Joshua Giles. I want you to understand something. You need to get this book right now. Why? Because everything that is happening in our world today, in our culture, the headlines that are taking place, world events, uh, meetings that are taking place with uh, world economic systems and leaders that from business leaders to politicians to nations are gathering, making decisions for the future of your life, of my life, of, our, of the society itself. Yet what's behind it? What's behind the weather patterns? What's behind the, the Supreme Court? What's behind the, the politics? You need to understand it and, and be able to interpret. The Bible says discern the times and the seasons. 
I think we're missing the word discernment in the church mm, today. Yeah. It's like we don't want to receive discernment today. Yeah. Listen, I want you to get this book. I'm going to put a link on the, on the screen. You can get, order this book today. Get it in your hands. Share it with your friends. Get it to your pastor. Get it to your youth pastor. Or better yet, get it for yourself and start a Bible study and just start reading. Well, I don't know how to do it. Learn, just open it up and start reading. Get your Bible and Put it to the test. Keep us accountable. Make sure that we're preaching the word. Right. That's what I do. I, I said, well, I want to see what prophet and, and pastor Giles has to say. Uh, let me see the scripture. Why? It goes into our spirit. We begin to read the word and be able to understand where we are right now. And, and listen, you're, you're a pastor for our uh, Kingdom Embassy Worship Center in Minneapolis, uh, you're an author, international speaker, your prophetic voice for this generation. I'm going to throw out a question that I want you to answer in, in, in different areas, meaning God has given you a prophetic word on certain issues, and my time is almost gone. I cannot believe this. I wish I had an hour, but here's the prophetic word that you're writing about. You're saying there's an urgency that's been given to you about an unprecedented shaking underway for the system and this earth. What do you mean by that? Well, that that means that we're in a season and an era, really, uh, of deconstruction, where every single system, every industry, including the system of the church, is being shaken to its core, meaning we're seeing the Lord tear down structures in order to rebuild within the earth. And his whole purpose is that the kingdom might advance. Mm. And so what, what I mean when I say, or when I heard the Lord say the shaking, what he told me with this is that you're going to see judgment come to the house of God. You're going to see the Lord begin to judge corruption within our nation and within the nations of the world. You're going to see exposure come in areas. It's already been happening, uh, but we're going to see that happen even more. And when I say the word judgment, uh, it, it doesn't mean the wrath of God coming upon uh, a people or the wrath of God coming upon a nation. It means that the Lord will do whatever is necessary to correct people, to bring him back to himself, to bring people back to himself. And so uh, that's the shaking that's occurring right now. And the Bible says it this way, everything that can be shaken will be shaken. Anything that's not rooted and grounded in the word of God, anything that's not rooted and grounded in him, uh, it's going to be shaken. It's going to be put to that test. And so we have to make sure that everything that we do, we're doing it on the foundation of Jesus Christ. You had a word from God and you wrote, God said to you, meaning to me, you, that in the near future, America will see the first female president. Yeah. Mic drop, right? <laughs> what, what do we do with that? Yeah, this that was, I believe, a controversial word that uh, I've been hearing a lot from, from those who have read the book. Um, but the Lord gave me this vision. And, you know, I prayed about it multiple times saying, Lord, what do you want me to do? Do you want this in, in the book? And he said, yes, put it in the book. Uh, I believe the reason why he would show me that is so that people can have foreknowledge. Mm. The Bible says the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secrets to his servant, 
the prophets. And so the Lord will tell his prophetic voices in order for us to announce those things so that the church will have the advantage. Uh, We have this prophetic advantage where the Holy Spirit will reveal to us things that are to come, meaning that we will know things ahead of time so that we can be mentally, spiritually, and even naturally prepared for what's coming so that when the first female president does come in uh, in the near future, uh, we won't be caught off guard by this and we'll understand what the Lord has already said about it. And what he told me is that it's going to be an agenda behind the scenes uh, for this uh, president to come on the scene. And I saw that it was years in the making. And it was a very unusual way that this female president was able to step in that position. Uh, and so those things to me really is a warning for us to uh, to pay attention. When we see that, we understand there's something else going on uh, behind the Ooh, scenes. And you write more about it in this book, Artificial Intelligence. You say a new frontier of technology. Mm-hmm. Technology is moving fast. Yeah, yeah. How is, why did God speak to you about AI? Yeah, uh, this was before 2020 that I got that word. Uh, of course, uh, since we saw the pandemic and all mm-hmm. those things happen, we experienced technology have that resurgence or boom, but I believe that it's coming even more uh, where artificial intelligence is going to be the norm uh, in homes around the nation. I believe we're going to see it uh, in uh, certain industries with companies where it's going to take the positions or jobs that some have occupied. Mm. And so what the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, it's like some of the movies that we've seen. We're going to think that we are living in that movie. Uh, and again, it's so that we won't be caught off guard. And there's also a, a demonic agenda behind that uh, to put more restrictions and control uh, even on the church in the future. And so we can use this as a tool for spreading the gospel. Uh, but we do need to understand there are other things at play behind the scenes. And those uh, spirits of darkness are pushing that agenda. And so we need to be prepared. Ooh, and you write more about it in detail. Again, you got to get the book. I got to end with this. You have said in your book that we will be entering in what you have called mega glory. Let's end on a good note. (laughs) What do you mean by that? Mega glory. There are over 11 different types of glory in the Hebrew language. And in our Bible, uh, in the English translation, Mm -hmm. we just translate them as one word, glory. Uh, But they have different meanings. There is the kabod, meaning the heavy weight of the glory of God. Then there's the shekinah, which is the tangible manifestation of the presence of God. Uh, There's the tohar, and, and it goes on to so many. I detail this in the book where that's the kind of glory that means transparency. It describes the streets that are paved with gold mm. in heaven that is such a pure gold that it's translucent. Then the Lord said to me, there's going to be a convergence of my glory in the earth, that in churches all over the nations, we're about to experience an eruption of the glory of God, where we will see signs and wonders confirming the words of the Lord, but we're also going to experience uh, the Lord encounter. It's going to be God encounter that draw people to him. And I believe that we're going to see many souls saved and a harvest come in because of this glory. I can't let you leave unless you (laughs) give us an altar call. Can we do that? I think the most important thing we can give you today is an opportunity to know Christ. Listen, if we're going to make it through some of the things that you write about, our heart has to be right with God. We have to understand where eternity is going to be for us. 
Most people don't want to talk about heaven or hell. I do. <laughs> you don't have to agree with me, but that's what the scripture says. Where are you going to spend eternity? Heaven or hell? You have to make that decision. It's, it's got to be that clear. We can't keep pretending that it doesn't exist. We can't pre keep pretending that uh, hell is not a real place or heaven is not a real place. The Bible talks about it in detail. Read about it. Stop trying to use Google about certain things. Some kids said, read the book. <laughs> Can you pray for us? Can you pray for those watching that are having a hard time in their lives? People that may be at the fence of things and say, I don't know if I believe in that gospel anymore. I don't know if I should stay in church anymore. Can you bless us with a prayer? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's the whole reason that I wrote this book, Prophetic Forecast. It wasn't just to get a message out to people. It was to point people back to Jesus Christ. And that's what true prophecy is all about. If we're not pointing you back to Jesus, then it's false prophecy. And so I'm uh, really putting a call out to those of you that are watching this and you found yourself in a place where maybe you've drifted away and you've said, well, I, I used to know the Lord, but I'm not really strong in my walk with the Lord right now. Uh, I want you to pray with me. And then there are those of you that are watching this and you do not know the Lord, uh, but you're hearing the, the message that is being shared and you're saying, I feel that tug on my heart that I need to make a decision for Christ. So let's pray. Uh, Father, I pray for every person that is watching this, uh, for every person that will hear this message, that you would put such a wooing in their hearts, that you would draw them and pull them closer to you. I pray for every person that's watching this, that's been in a place that you feel that you've been restricted in bondage. And I pray that that bondage, demonic oppression would lift off of you in the name of Jesus. And for everyone that's listening and you want to make that decision for Christ, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you confessing my wrongdoing and my sin. Father, I come to you acknowledging that I am a sinner and I'm in need of a Savior. And so I ask you, Jesus, come into my heart. Make me brand new. Change my life. Transform me for the better. I invite you in and I believe uh, God, that you sent your son, Jesus, uh, to live on this earth and to die on a cross for my sins and to be resurrected on the third day. And so I acknowledge this. I believe it in my heart. Then I confess it with my mouth that I am saved. And if you prayed that prayer, this is the first day of the beginning of your life where I believe the Lord will transform you from this day forward in Jesus name. There you have it. Thank you, <laughs> pastor, author. Prophetic voice for this generation. The book is titled Prophetic Forecast. Get it today. Remember this. You can still become a PTL Club member. Join me today as we continue to preach the gospel around the world. I need your help today. Pray about becoming a partner today. Stand with us. We got to reach people for the kingdom of heaven. We cannot let one more person get lost in, in all the confusion that is taking place. God has called you to be able to participate in this hour. Become a PTL Club member today. Call me or write me or go to the website today and know one thing, that no matter what is going on in your life, it's going to be okay. Just keep the faith. I got to go. Bye-bye.
want to thank you for watching today. Remember, your support and your prayers are helping me broadcast this program on the Voice of the Prophets Network. Become a PTL Club member today. $30 a month will help me reach more people for the kingdom of heaven. Write me today. Go to the website. Stand with me as we reach many people for the kingdom of God. Remember this. Keep the faith. It's going to be all right. Bye-bye.